What is up, everybody? This is week two of the Unnamed Sports Show. I'm Matt. Connor's over there, and we're ready to go like usual. Hey, man. How you doing? Terrible. (laughs) I've been so excited to talk to you about this. For reference, I have not asked him one question about this game yet, so I'm so pumped to hear his thoughts. I am so upset about that Steelers-Jags game. You do the talking. You do the questions, Berg. What's your initial reaction? What were you thinking during the game? My initial reaction, I texted my uncle who got me to be a Steelers fan. I said, clean house, all exclamation. <laughs> then we had a conversation about how my nephew's doing, or my cousin, strange, um, how he's doing about, because he's like seven and he's a Steelers fan. He's wrecked. Well, but now Big Ben wants continuity. So how do we feel about that? Todd Hilly has to go. He's been in two bar fights. <laughs> One of his own fault. One bar fight of your own fault's enough true although like everyone in their life like like berg you're a person who's like there's good odds on your nose being broken in a bar once right hi and it's not your fault just some random dude punches you in the nose right yep yeah so i understand that once from todd haley but then when it's his fault get him out and i want everyone gone i want mike tomlin gone i saw a story this afternoon that uh some of the minority owners are going to try to get rid of tomlin Including like Lynn Swan, like legacy guys. Yeah, but who the thing with Tomlin is? I feel I like want Matt Patricia. I already Patricia, thought about it. Didn't he just sign, he signed with the Lions already? I don't know. We're gonna have to poach him somehow. Well, I also don't. Not sure. I want Patricia. Why? Patricia is the guy who keeps a pencil behind his ear to write on a laminated play sheet. That makes <laughs> no sense. I do not trust a guy like That's that. That's funny. Yeah, it's ridiculous. No, Tomlin has to go. If you watch the final drive, there's like 45 seconds left, and. Our guys were walking to the line. They throw a receiver screen. Antonio stays in bounds. Then, by the way, they should have taken their timeouts before the two-minute mor- warning, before the Jags hit their game-winning field goal. And then we come all the way down the field. We get a touchdown with a second left. So then you have to kick an onside, but they have to actually take possession of it for us to take it back for a touchdown for it to be recoverable. So the game's over. Devastating. Yeah. Well, okay, so now what happens? You, you have to bring back Le'Veon Bell. No, you have to bring back Tavis. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Guys. Oh, man. Um, no, you have to bring back Bell. You have to bring back Brown. Brown's already under contract. But I think Bell will come back. I think – I don't know where they're going to get rid of guys. They could get rid of Mike Mitchell, right? The guy who got yeah. trolled by the Jags on Twitter yeah. and was saying that we were going to beat him. I just think that I'm so tired of the, pr- the prime of players' careers being wasted. Yeah. Being a Steelers fan, seeing Ben for the last few years – get you know licked his wounds just licked by these you know poor defensive play last year it was in the patriots game afc championship game our defensive backs we played zone refused to change our style of play played zone the entire game and just got carved up this year you can't defend the jags if the jags score 45 on you you should lose yeah you should lose if the jags score 45 yeah i agree i think that's that's a fair point i do think that uh, looking ahead to the next round, and we'll talk about the Pats game in a minute, even though it's a boring game, but I think the Jags have a better chance of beating the Pats than the Steelers did. No, I agree with that, just because the Jags' D could could lock down. I could see them being like the Broncos were against them a couple years ago. Yeah, the problem is the problem sacks. is like when Tom Brady has to go to Denver in the playoffs, he historically struggles. Yeah. Um, and he historically struggles in AFC Championship games on the road. I think he... 
I, he might have a he has a he losing does, or yeah. 500 record on the road in AFC losing, Championship yeah. games, and then he obviously winning at home. And this is is this their eighth or seventh straight? Seventh. Yeah, so this is their seventh straight, and I think he's lost a few of the ones on the road and won all yeah. the ones at home, yeah. except for maybe against the Ravens, and that mm-hmm. might have been before the streak. So. Yep. I don't know. It's just they can lock down those receivers because they're they're not the best receivers, not the most athletic receivers. They're just good receivers who run good routes, and yeah. they have good corners with good technique who are also athletic. So I think it, the concern it, we'll is see Gronk. Gronk. Yeah, that's the concern. Yeah. If it, Gronk can have a million, he's unguardable. I mean, he showed in that in the Pat Steelers game earlier this season. If they want to, he's unguardable. And the run game was the run game defense was good by the Jags. Like yeah. Le'Veon Bell got all his yards on like laterals and yeah. short passes and. Yeah, Gronk, picking Gronk's up the concern. things in creative ways. So, I mean, you can see that same thing with Gronk, but I don't know. Blake Bortles is annoying to me. Although, <laughs> I mean, came from UCF and they just had their big uh, parade and march for their uh, self, <laughs> yeah, self-sanctioned national championship. So, I don't know. What do you think of Bortles? I think he's a cocky guy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, every, he has more haters in the NFL than anyone. Last year, they were saying he couldn't be an NFL quarterback. He's now won two playoff games. Now, again. Whether he's actually really good or not, he won two playoff games. That's more than a lot of people can say in their careers. Um, you know, and it, it is important to not turn the ball over and to play, make plays when you need to. He audible to that fullback touchdown towards the end of the game. I mean, he, he's made some plays that he needs to do, but, you know, he's, he's relying on his defense. He's doing what he needs to do, and, and sometimes that is enough. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like him, but I'm a Steelers fan. So I mean, the Saints Vikings game, Berg. We'll switch it back. I'll be the I'll be the question guy. You be the talky guy. So you just had a roller coaster of emotions. You're already breathing yourself into feeling it. I'm I'm like trying to breathe myself out of feeling it because I've <laughs> been mid panic attack since then. So for reference, coming into that game of the seven games in the playoffs so far, I was one and six in picking games. Only game I got was the Pats over the Titans. It's the only game I'd been right on so far. So Going into the game, I'm not feeling good about myself anyways. The uh, the Saints are favor are plus five and a half, so they're five and a half point underdogs. I take the Saints. Game starts off and it's just not even close to start the game and I'm hating life. It, they're getting dominated, it feels like, and, and I there's no hope. So they start grinding back and they finally score that touchdown. So the Saints Saints are battling back the whole time. Finally go up by one, and then this happens. Cam steps into it, passes, caught, digs, sideline, touchdown, unbelievable, Vikings win it. So at this point, I've gone from Saints are up by one, the only scenario that's going to happen is they're going to drive the length of field, kick a field goal, win the game, Right. lose by two, I still cover. Right, I'm fine. Everything's good. Well, now all of a sudden they score a touchdown, and I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, they're going to kick the extra point. I'm going to lose by six, and I'm going to be devastated." Yeah. So now I've gone from low to high to low again. Now, then all of a sudden everyone's walking around like the game's over, the shaking Saints hands. Left. Yeah, leaving, shaking hands, doing whatever, and I'm like, "This is amazing. We won. Like we good. I covered. I don't care. They're not kicking the field goal." And then the field goal unit comes back on the field. And now at this point, I'm like, I can't even, I'm like hiding in a corner at this point at this bar we were at. Can't even function. Why? Just because it's dramatic or because you had a lot of I can't handle this much emotion. Okay. I can't handle this much. And then they end up not kicking the extra point. And I like, I I won. I couldn't even celebrate. 
I was, I honestly had to sit in the corner by myself for 10 minutes <laughs> and just process what was happening because I was not capable of doing that. And I was at a bar with all Vikings fans. So it was fun that everybody won, that I won, everybody's good. But I, I have never had more anxiety going into a game than that game. Yeah. I mean, that game was unbelievable. It, it was unbelievable. Was, game. It, 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 it woke me up a little, gave me a little happiness post that Steelers let down, but it was fun. I felt good for Vikings fans just because they've been out of it for so long. So Well, now, I mean, our, uh, people are starting to talk today. Are they the team of destiny? They come back. All of a sudden, they're trying to – that's a very destiny-type game. I love that. I and love their destiny. Because they'd be playing at home. Yeah. And they'd be the first team to ever do that. I think that would be really cool. I, I They'd I, be the first team ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're three-point favorites against Philly. No, I don't think that sounds right. I don't know what they are right now, but I think they might be three and, and – you know, I neither of those quarterbacks scare me. We that Eagles. I feel like that we don't even need to talk about the Eagles Falcons game or the Titans Pats game. Those were both boring games. Um, but unless you have anything, you I want think to talk about no, today. I don't want to talk about either. I think what would be cool is I think what the NFL wants is Patriots Vikings. Right. Yeah. 100%. Because it's the huge underdog versus the behemoth, the monster, the machine. Yeah. And the Vikings, you know, who've had so many playoff disappointments, yep. getting a chance against uh, you know, getting a chance against against everyone else's arch nemesis. So it'd be cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's best case scenario. And I mean going back to that Vikings game, even taking the gambling aspect out of it, that was an unbelievable game. One of the best games I've ever seen. One of the craziest endings to a playoff game ever. Yeah, I mean that the only other one that even comes to mind that he's in, even in the same neighborhood is the Malcolm Butler interception against the Seahawks. But you know, it it's, was an unbelievable game. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was fun to watch around other Vikings fans. That's what I really enjoyed uh, doing that and seeing kind of their excitement there. Right. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, great, great, great divisional weekend. I mean, really excited for these these uh, conference championships next weekend and. You know, we're just going to go from there. All right, let's do some like or dislike, Berg. You know, we used to play this game. Um, let's do the NFL coaching carousel. So okay. we've got the New York Jets. Uh, they're bringing back Todd Bowles. Like or dislike? I, okay, so I'm going to – before we go into all of these, I'm just going to say the problem with this season is I don't see any other candidates that are that much better. Yeah, it's like I was saying Colin for Tomlin's head. Yeah, I just – I don't know. I don't know how – how no, but the Bucks are retra- retaining Dirk Cutter. Horrible. Dislike. Dirk Cutter's a bum. He's horrible. Do you just dislike everything about them now? I, I think I dislike everything about Tampa Bay now. They, it, what's funny is if you ask last year, they were uh, really excited going into the season. They had hard knocks. They were, you know, they were all over it. And Jameis looked like he was about ready to make the leap. You got Mike Evans. You got all these guys. And they Mike just Evans came out. Mike Evans doesn't do anything this year. Jameis is even worse. It was horrible. They were just bad in all, all aspects of the game. There's nothing redeeming right now. I mean, Mike Evans still has talent. Jameis, in theory, still has talent, but I, I don't know where they're going to go from here. Yeah. Um, Bill O'Brien back for the Texans. I think that's the right play. I don't think – Is it the winning play? Yeah, I mean, if Deshaun Watson really, stays healthy yeah, this year, they're going to be a lot better. So he, he was doing well with Deshaun Watson. You look at the quarterbacks he's had. He's had nobody. Yeah. This year he had TJ Yates as a starting quarterback. Yeah, it's and like you and can't is that the same story in Denver with Vance Joseph? Just – yeah, Vance Joseph is another tough one. I think just the you energy can't levels. give him the yeah. You can't. You got to give him another chance. I mean, the, the the thing with Bill O'Brien is they made the playoffs last year with Brock Osweiler being their quarterback. Like yeah, last year, and so then this year they uh, had less. And they, I mean, they they were electric with Deshaun Watson. So if he yeah. can come back and be healthy and, and 
do what he did his rookie year, I think they're going to be a very good team. And you got to remember too, JJ Watt was out most of the season too. Yeah. yeah. So you you bring back Watt, you bring back Sean Watson. That's that's got the makings of a football team. Hugh Jackson back to Cleveland. <laughs> I like it. Uh, he's he's one in thirty one in the last <laughs> two years. I don't know what you, else you can do to be much worse than that. I don't. I, like I understand the continuity aspect. I understand he hasn't had many players, and and you know, being making the basketball analogy, Brett Brown stayed through the entire rebuilding of the Seventy Sixers, and he's done a great job with them now. I, I just not sure Hugh Jackson's a good coach from the start. I I think he's a great coordinator. I don't think he's a great coach. Even more of a liker dislike. You know, my girlfriend doesn't really like sports. She decided she's a Browns fan. Thinks it's hilarious. Do you like or dislike her being a Browns fan as a joke? I hope she's not listening to this because you gotta end it. You can't. That's horrible decision making on her part. <laughs> that's just a horrible decision making. That's very suspect. But so. if sports don't matter to you, that. then it's just like you walk up to people with a straight pa- face and say you're a Browns fan. Yeah, but you're also talking to somebody that if sports didn't matter to me, it would be a deal breaker already. So I think <laughs> that's that's the problem. So Marvin Lewis back to Cincinnati. Stupid. Stupid. So he's never won a playoff game. It's like 16 years, never won a playoff game. <laughs> What is going on here? He's had some talent. I mean, he he was one. Uh, but one things can get worse. I I don't know. We were talking that. stocks last week. It's like when your, your stock goes down 50% and you're like, you hold it because you think it's going to go up. And then it's down 90%. Yeah, things can also, always get worse. Yeah, they can get worse. But the other they thing They could be 0-16. They literally have just been so mediocre. It's like you're not even beating inflation right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. So you'd rather just... Die. Blow it up, just yeah. Die in a fireball, then be mediocre, because then you never know. Yeah, blow it up. Hope we can get a good pick. I mean, the Browns, for as bad as the Browns are, they have the number one and the number four pick this year. Yeah, they can get some players with that. And all of a sudden, you got Miles Garrett. You got these guys who are starting to come in here, and, and they're still a long way off from being good. But the, you know, a couple of transformational pieces, and and you're you're back in the. I mean, you look at the Texans this year. Texans were awful this year without Deshaun Watson, but he, they got him in the first round. They look yeah. – he's electric. Like you're just like Marshawn Lynch and John Gruden as friends. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they can be friends. Friends. Yeah. I, I, think John, <laughs> I think they're both just going to be really confused by each other. <laughs> and I think John Gruden's just going to have to let Marshawn do whatever he wants because that's the only way he can do it. I mean, he's in Oakland. Dude, the dude is Oakland. And so you just let him be him. Let him take the Bart home from games and, and just be a maniac, and that's what you're going to get. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what's gonna happen in Oakland next year. So Bears, um, bringing in the Chiefs' offensive coordinator Matt Nagy. I like it. You like it? Just yeah, try like to it. Throw he, some offense in there. Yeah, and he he. I mean, he did a great job as a play caller this year, and and I think you know they made they made some lapses down the stretch, and that's gonna happen. But I think if he surrounds himself with some talented people, I think I think they can do well. And I think I think the Bears are the sneaky underrated team to make the jump that the Rams did this year. I could see the Bears being that person. Now I'm not. I don't know if, if that coach is going to be the one to do it, but that that I could see that happening. No, the Bears were hot at the beginning of the season. They were kind of like a lesser Kansas City Chiefs. Both those teams were kind of hot. Like the Bears took out the Steelers. They had a little run there. Tariq Cohen was hot. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's all how Trubisky. Jordan is. Howard was running. Yeah, it's all, it's all how, how Trubisky, Trubisky is. And I think, but the rest of their team, like they've got some talent. Their defense, their secondary is legit. They're they have good those two good running backs. They don't have any receivers, but they're also getting back the kid from West Virginia for like the fourth straight year. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, they they got a long way to go, but I think if you get the right pieces around them. If you asked me this year about the Rams last year, I would have said their offense would have been horrible again this year. And I'm, you know, diehard. And so I think the, the P. 
people can surprise you. You can make small plays that make big differences, and that, that could be the difference. Okay, and then these three I'm going to say, like or dislike, too much of a mess to even talk about. Mm-hmm. Cardinals, Colts, Giants. Who did I hear is, might go to the Giants? Dave Gettleman uh, is yeah, their new general yeah. manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I forgot. Oh, no, Bruce Arians wants to go to the Giants. Uh, I heard that one. Dislike. I heard, I heard Saban maybe to the Giants. I like. No, yeah. I like Belichick to the Giants. That's I've what heard, I like. That's, I, okay. <laughs> I, I would love that, but not as I can have Coughlin as the GM too? Like he's like, you know what, Jacksonville, I really accomplished something. I'm going to go GM over it. No. No, that's he's like a special advisor for Jacksonville, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that angle. That's a fun angle that everyone's been playing up this week. Is how Coughlin is the he's like yeah, he's one of he's the only person and he's the only person who can have success against the Pats in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I I mean Coughlin's Coughlin's so old, but Belichick would be cool, but he's not going to do that. Why would you ever leave? Uh, I like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean those those places are like the Colts. If Andrew Luck's healthy or good, do you get do you get Harbaugh to the Colts or uh, David Shaw? David Shaw, Harbaugh. You think Harbaugh would he look happy in Indianapolis? No, but he's got luck. That's true. I I, I mean, what I've heard though is that Shaw's closer with Luck Harbaugh's than a Harbaugh. Geek. Was. He's not that much of a geek. That's my thing. Colts I think. are kind of a geeky dude. Harbaugh just lives and breathes football. He doesn't care about anything else. He just loves football. He's a football guy, and so he doesn't care about where he is or what's going on. I think he wants on. to do something with Michigan, though. So let's shift over to the national championship, Connor. I mean, so many storylines bigger than sports. You had Tua Tagovailoa being, a, you know, just leading them back. You know that we had so many good football plays, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Just, just that play, the Vikings play, even some of the plays in the Steelers Jacksonville game. Um, you had Jalen Hurts being a good teammate, doing the right thing when everything went wrong for him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. Like everyone says he's done, and something that I found really interesting, you know, looking at these playoffs is, you know, who used to be on Alabama and who was a nobody, who was down and out, Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. He played for Alabama when they had so many good running backs. They had. Derrick Henry, TJ Yeldon, Kenyon Drake. Those are all starting NFL running backs now. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel, still feel like Jalen Hurts has a chance. Uh, but there were so many storylines bigger than sports in that game. And you ended up being right, of course. I remember you said 100%. 100%. It, lock no it doubt. Lock it in. Lock it in. Just walk it home. Guaranteed win for Alabama. And yeah. I, I went with Georgia. I, it, that was such a fun game. Yeah. Um, you know, the resilience, uh, you, you know, Andy Papanastas missing his kick. Unbelievable. So I called that miss. You thought he was going to miss or no? I wanted him to. I wanted more football, but right. that was sad. And then you have the complete opposite, Rodrigo Blankenship. What animal. a stud. An animal. animal. That kicker, man. He's a monster. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's really getting good. drafted. Or he, he may not get drafted, but he's getting signed by someone. He'll get drafted. Right? Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll get drafted, drafted off that at the low. Because he's proven. What year is he? I don't know. He looks old. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, that he, be like he, he'll get drafted. and. I mean, kind of breaking down those storylines you talked about. First thing I want to talk about is that Jalen Hurts is gone, right? He's got a transfer. Yeah, but you're always one injury away. But, I mean, Alvin Kamara, like I was talking about earlier, he left. And yeah, he would have never played. redemption for him. Yeah, yeah. he never would have played. So, it's, I, I think he's gone. But did Kenyon Drake ever play? Yeah. Did yeah, TJ Kenyon? Yeldon get snaps? Yeah. Okay. Those guys started over Henry. Those right. guys were, yeah, C.J. Yeldon and King and Drake were the kind of guys. But I think, I think that's also different because Alabama runs the ball heavy. I think that the Jalen Hurts, I think his options are he either transfers or switches position. 
Now I could see him being playing some of the other positions because he's a dynamic runner. But I, I don't know if I could see him being a quarterback there, especially with Tua being such a sad. I think he has to transfer. I don't see him as much as a Terrell Pryor. I don't see laterally him as much. He's he's such a good down the field runner, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he yeah, he's he's dynamic, but I think I think he's got to be a quarterback somewhere else. I don't I don't think he was ever a real NFL prospect, so I don't know if that's I mean necessarily what he's going to go for. I think he needs to get snaps and and play some football while he still can yeah and what's crazy is despite him being the leading leading alabama to back-to-back national championship appearances despite becoming the first true freshman to win the sec offensive player of the year since herschel walker Mm -hmm. and despite more than 6500 total yards and 61 touchdowns nick saban says no i'm pulling you for a freshman for a freshman yeah from hawaii and that's another cool storyline is that culture change, his whole family moving out there to yeah. Alabama. He's got a younger brother who I think was just the Alabama high school football player of the year. Wow. So. Yeah, I mean, he in, in, in classic Alabama fashion, they, they drop their all-world quarterback and have the number one recruit in the country being their next backup quarterback. So I think, you know, that just shows what what Alabama's able to do from a recruiting standpoint. And, I mean, that they, they showed that all along, that it's it's become a machine now. Have you seen this statistic that – if you played for Nick Saban at either LSU or Alabama and played at least three years, every single player has won a national championship if they've done those two things. Played for him at LSU or Alabama and played at least three years. Every that's, single player. That's unbelievable. Now, if I'm, a, if I'm a kid who's trying to go to the NFL, you already know that's the best school to go, go to the NFL out of. Why, why would I go anywhere else? They say, hey, you played for me for three years. I guarantee you a national championship. And if you are good, you will be a first-round pick. Like, it, it doesn't that's make cool. sense to me. Um, switching completely topics, Berg. Golden State, Caval- Cleveland Cavaliers last night. Mm-hmm. Big deal, little deal. Speaks for things to come in the playoffs. Doesn't speak at all. Yeah. Does it? Does I, it speak for things in the playoffs or does it not at all? I mean, I think the Warriors are just so much better than everybody else. I don't think it's even a question. Like, I, I, I they're going to walk to their title. I think, I think also the Western Conference Finals is going to be the real NBA Finals. It'll be like those old Lakers-Kings series. Sorry to bring that up to you, but... Oh, yeah, now that I might be moving back to Sacramento, you want to bring that up? Oh, we're just dropping the knowledge. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's going to be Warriors-Rockets is going to be the best series of the playoffs. I think the Warriors are going to steamroll the Cavs. Steamroll. It, it, it's not even a competition. Oh, so you think the Cavs will make it over Boston now? I, I'm saying if the Cavs made it, it's not even going to be close. Now, I... I and until... I mean, I from a what my prediction is, I think the Celtics are going to do it. But until they do something in the playoffs, I, I, you can't bet against LeBron, right? Like, you can't you can't say LeBron's ever not going to be in the finals. He's been there for eight straight years. He's the best player in the world. He, he may be the best player of all time. Can so. you just take me through this evolution of the three and how, like, how the Rockets just end up, put, have put up, like, almost 40 straight games of hitting 10 threes? How did this happen? Yeah. Just so, give me, like, the 30-second. What, what in the world happened? Okay, in well, basketball. So, yeah, so so from the, the, the overarching standpoint, you had a shift in understanding the um, efficiency metrics okay. and saying that a three-pointer is worth more than a two-pointer. So if you shoot 40% from three, that's equivalent to shooting 60% from, from the two. Right. And so you now have people shooting at a higher efficiency, realizing that the corner is the closest three-pointer, trying to get everything either to layups or threes. That, that's kind of how it shifted. And, and where that really started was the Rockets had a, a did an experiment basically with their uh, D-League team, the Rio Grande Valley Vipers, I think is what their name is. Okay. And they 
to an extreme, only shot threes and layups. They did nothing else. They had this guy, Troy Daniels, who played at VCU, who like was averaging 46 points a game. Some Dang. obscene number because he would just chuck threes up. Right. And so they saw that and they said, all right, well, if we can do it at this level, why don't we bring it up to the NBA? <coughs> and then they brought in the perfect coach to do that, and Mike D'Antoni, who is the pioneer of that, right, with the right. seven seconds or less. He, he's the real founder of that. And you have a dynamic superstar in James Harden who, who can get to the free throw line, a layup, or a three every single time he wants. It, it, you know, they, they really have the perfect storm of that, the perfect personnel for it, and they do what they need to do to get there. Hey, well, at least I've, uh, you know, at least I've got the Australian Open now, Berg, now that my Steelers are out. Yeah, but, like, every American girl is lost. Yeah, when's we went 0-8 oh eight, oh eight yeah. to start. How's I think Isner we've got two do? left. We've got, like, Madison Keys. Oh, Isner's, Isner lost in the first round. That's that's your boy. The lock of the century was Isner in the first round <laughs> losing. That's what I should have bet with everything. <laughs> you would have gotten a lot on that, too, because he had to be favored. Yeah, but he does it every year. It's literally the most classic thing of all time. You used time. to be a big Isner guy. Yeah, I am a big Isner guy, but Isner, do you remember why I'm an Isner guy? Because longest match in history. I watched the whole thing. Three that was like days. my intro to tennis. Him versus <laughs> Nicholas Mahout. And I uh. watched that. And I love big man tennis because I'm a big man. So yeah. anyone who can just smash serves and nothing else. Right. That's, I like him. I like Kyrgios too. He's oh, I love Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, I love the passion. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that too. I want Nick Kyrgios in like a celeb basketball game yeah, with some awesome. other hotheads. Yeah, that'd be awesome. What other hotheads and other sports can we put on like one basketball court? Get a lot of tees. Ron Artest, uh, Connor McGregor, <laughs> Vontaze Perfect, Vontaze. <laughs> yeah, oh, you can get some good ones in there. You get some Quesh guys out there. Oh yeah, I think my guy Y Nishioka just lost. Uh, unclear why. Huge fan of this guy Yoshishido Nishioka. Big up and comer in tennis. Um, big pusher, some say, but I say he's just consistent and a grinder. 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 Big just, fan of just, just apparently uh, forfeited before the third <laughs> match to Andreas Seppi. So I think we just contradicted ourselves in saying that he's a grinder by the fact that he just forfeited his match. Not yeah, grinder. not good. Not a grinder. Uh, Eugenie Bouchard, the darling of the tennis world, the blonde babe. <laughs> <laughs> you allowed to say that still? <laughs> Sounds like I'm like a 40, 50-year-old man That's talking fine. about yeah. her, but whatever. No, the uh, the... The matchup of or the pairing of superstars in Jeannie Bouchard and Sloane Stevens. Oh yeah, Sloane Stevens and doubles, and then now that Jeannie Bouchard's playing Halep in the next round, yeah, playing the one seed. Yeah, done. Gonna get Halloped. Gonna get Wallop. Halloped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh man. And uh, you know, boys, we did talk about crypto and girls and girls. We did talk about cryptocurrency markets wrecked r-e-k-t right now i love the i love the. have you heard all the slang in the crypto world no i'm so out of crypto i can't even like stand crypto because i just hate everyone who's invested in crypto crypto twitter is a beast of its own just everyone oh this is wrecked or oh fomo this and fomo that and my roommate sends out every day to me and like six different people the crypto news of the day of just something random that somebody has said. So that's, <laughs> that's the extent of me tracking. I didn't even know when you came yeah. over, you told me crypto was down a lot today. I didn't even know. Yeah, so. the market's down like 30% collectively. I think it went down from like, I think in the last two days, it's been went down from like 750 bill to 500, under 500 bill. Good. So. I hope everyone loses, anyone invested in crypto loses everything. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm a, I want to watch the world burn. So... Berg, do you think that uh, Ethos is a real cryptocurrency? Yes. Do you think that Wax is a real <laughs> cryptocurrency? No way. Yes. Okay. 
now, do you think it's top 100 or not top 100? Top 100. Yeah, 53. That's this. This is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem. I can't. I can't. Do you think there is a cryptocurrency called Komodo Dragon? Isn't it called just Komodo? Just Komodo. It, yeah, yeah, just Komodo. Yeah, that's real. Waves. Yeah. Dude, I'm just gonna say yes to all these because there's not one that you could possibly say that wouldn't. I wouldn't believe, except for orange that you tried to tell me earlier. <laughs> I didn't know about orange. Orange is not real. So. Galaxy Quest. Sure. No. Just Galaxy. No. Just Quest. No. Nothing. Red coin. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm at a loss. Fun fair. Fun fair? Sure. Fun fair. Mona coin. Yes. That's just uncomfortable. Mona coin. Oh, gosh. I can't. This is, this is horrible. <laughs> this is the worst game ever. <laughs> you like real sports instead? Yeah. I like things that I can actually touch and hold. You know what I can't hold? A Bitcoin. Can I buy? My favorite. My favorite. Gollum. No, Dogecoin. Dogecoin's the OG, but Dogecoin's the best. Guess who owns Dragon Chain? The Winklevoss brothers. Disney. Okay, this is <laughs> getting out of hand. This is getting way guess out of hand. Guess who invested in <laughs> Guess who invested in what is this coin? Stellar Lumens. The Winklevoss twins. Oh shoot, I don't remember who invested. Dude, oh no no no, IBM. Worst, IBM. This is the worst segment of this all is the time. Best segment. I love it. I think I yeah, I don't you know. You quit. You're resigning. <laughs> I'm just on Twitter now. You're resigning now? Yeah, I might be resigning. Oh, do you have any good tweets for us? No. No. You were freaking banging your like hockey cup over there earlier. Hockey, oh yeah, I was doing that. Giving some background noise to us. Yeah, that was my bad. Are we done? I think so. We're just so thrown off i was supposed to do this yesterday i was all prepped i was in a mood to actually you know say interesting things i was in okay and you were wrecked i was in phoenix all weekend and i honestly i think part of me died during that vikings game i had nothing to give yesterday i could i literally came home sat on the couch for an hour and went to sleep i didn't say a word to my roommate i was like i can't even talk right now like i was i literally was dead i was i was absolutely dead i could not contribute anything because of that game i was still an emotional wreck after the panic attack that ensued watching that game. Okay, we are taking this out <laughs> 110%. I just want to say something reckless. That's so aggressive. <laughs> what the hell just happened? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I just wanted to do something reckless and just troll you because it's not live. You're such a mess. <laughs> what? You're so ridiculous. No, I could have. Guys would have had a starfish. I couldn't have participated. So, on that note, folks, you'll never know what we edited out. We just left some white noise in there. Or, you know what? Maybe we put some deposito in there. Uh, I think we are going to put some dip. <laughs> We're going to go back and put We're layer some in deposito over it. Yeah. Uh, so that is it, folks. Tune in for next week. Uh, hopefully by then we will have a name. This is uh, the No Name Show with Matt and Connor. Love you.